are listening to the Climate Alarm Clock podcast, Ireland's weekly climate news podcast. This is part three of our episode from the 1st of April. This season, we're trying to champion different environmental organizations, find out about the work that they do and how you can get involved. And I'm delighted to be starting that feature with Niall Hatch from Birdwatch Ireland, who also explains at the end about a new feature that they're going to be doing for the Climate Alarm Clock podcast, which I'm incredibly excited about. I started off by welcoming Niall to the podcast and explaining that I often thought that Birdwatch Ireland was just a club for birdwatchers. Oh, yes, absolutely. Then The name may be a little bit misleading to some people because although birdwatchers, many birdwatchers are amongst our members, absolutely, and birdwatchers certainly very much enjoy being part of it, the idea is that we keep watch on birds, on their populations and, and on how the, the ebb and flow of, of, of their, their numbers and all of that and, and do research and, and conservation work into them. We're the largest conservation charity in the country. We have about 15,000 members across the country as well, a network of 20 nature reserves, 30 local branches. We do lots of education work in schools, in local communities lots of scientific research work and species conservation work for threatened birds so and habitats as well so lots going on there certainly what does the work of birdwatch ireland tell us about wider biodiversity and climate issues or how does how does that how does your work feed into that kind of bigger picture I think we can learn a lot about this through the work of my colleagues in, in Birdwatch Ireland. It's very important because we've got to remember that birds are indicator species. They're at the tops of their respective food chains. So when we see changes happening in their populations, it tells us a huge amount about what's happening further down that chain You know, with, with mammals and insects and plants and soil fungi and all of these kind of things that are so important. And the birds are the indicators of that. Also, birds are the most visible form of wildlife that we have. You know, if anyone looks out a window at any moment, it's only a couple of minutes at most before a bird flies past. They're out during the day. There are many different species, so we can learn a lot about them. And so this is a really vital part of this work. And through this, we are without question seeing the impacts of things like climate change, habitat destruction, and so on, on our wild bird populations. And if it's affecting them, we know for sure it must be affecting the uh, the plants and animals that they feed on, so we can tell a lot. Birds are a really good way of connecting people to nature and making them care a bit more about, about the nature we're potentially losing. Oh, absolutely right. And certainly um, since the onset of COVID, we've seen a real spike in interest in this across Ireland. We saw that the hits to the Birdwatch Ireland website go through the roof. We saw an increase in our membership. And uh, in, you know, obviously in very dark days, it has been nice, I suppose, and a bit of a comfort to see people turning more towards nature, realising it has an important role to play in their lives. I think that, I think this is an absolutely crucial part of it. Uh, birds are really accessible. Um, a lot of people out there think, think that they know very little about birds, but all of us can name at least a handful of bird species, even if we're just talking about robins and, and, and magpies at least that's something and people therefore have more recognition of those than they do of uh, you know I suppose of most other um, taxa of plant and animal around the place so from that point of view birds are a great gateway and they're, they're, they're beautiful they're fascinating as well and the more you learn about them the more you realise you have to learn about them because the, the, it just never ends and that's one of the things I really love about it it also can be enjoyed on so many levels if people don't want to learn how to put the names to different birds or how to identify them so be it the most important thing is to understand that they're amazing creatures in their own right, but also that their welfare is very much intrinsically tied into our welfare as a species as well and tells us a lot about what's happening to our planet. What campaigns do you have running currently or what projects are, are Birdwatch currently running? 
Well, there are quite a few. So during the wintertime, one of the most important things we do is our uh, Irish uh, Wetland Bird Survey, or IWEBS for short. This is, is funded by the National Parks and Wildlife Service, and we use that to assess water bird populations all across Ireland. Now, this has been going on uh, since the winter of 1994 and 95, so we have we have years and years worth of data built up there showing what's happening with our, our wintering water bird populations in Ireland. Uh, and unfortunately, that data is showing us that they're in big trouble. Their populations have declined by 40% over the course of, uh, of the, the time we've been studying this. So that's that's really, really concerning. Uh, that's that's a loss of hundreds of thousands of individual birds. Um, so that's a big part of what we do. We also, um, we're probably quite well known at this point in the winter as well for our um, citizen science work around garden birds. So we have a, a wonderful project uh, survey called the Irish Garden Bird Survey. Thousands of people across Ireland take part in that on a voluntary basis and send us in their data. Uh, so that's something that anybody can take part in. In terms of species conservation work, there's lots going on. And we're actually just gearing up now um, for, for the onset of the fieldwork season because it, you know, what happens is a lot of breeding birds in Ireland need a particular lot of help. We have a lot of skill, particularly when it comes to uh, seabird conservation. So uh, my colleague, Dr. Stephen Newton, he heads up our tern conservation projects. Uh, the terns are these, these gorgeous migratory seabirds that arrive with us in the summer and nest at various locations around the coast. And one of them, the roseate tern, uh, it's one of Europe's rarest seabirds. Uh, the majority of the European population now breed uh, on Rockabill Island off the coast of North County Dublin, where bird and wardens spend the summer monitoring those species. Or the, the, the birds are there and making sure that the, their, their nesting conditions are right. We have nest boxes there for them. We make sure that their chicks are getting fed properly and so on. So that, that's what we do there. We're doing a lot of work as well around breeding waders and those long-legged, long-beaked birds that people might associate with mudflats and estuaries where we get lots in the winter. But are actually breeding, the, pop, the breeding populations of those that we have during the summer are in really dire straits and none more so than the curlew. That's one of the, the most iconic um, animal species in all of Ireland and it's in imminent risk of extinction it's uh, we're predicting that within 10 years it'll go extinct if something isn't done so we're we're um, heavily involved in a project called the the curlew eip it's a european funded project and uh, we're running and trying all sorts of conservation measures to try and improve the breeding success of that bird uh, and also a lot of what we were, were about it's it's habitat conservation too so we have lots of work going on at our nature reserves uh, we do a lot of work um, around wildlife crime we're doing a lot of work at the moment my colleague john lusby in relation to barn owls um, one of our most iconic birds of prey and he's having great success in terms of provision of nesting sites and doing research into the threats that uh, that species faces, such as things like rat poison and so on. So the, you know, the, the sky's the limit, really. We, we do all sorts of things and there's always something going on. Uh, amazing. Yeah, that's a, a great little rundown of some of the stuff that you're doing. So how, how can our listeners get involved with or support the work that you're doing in, at Birdwatch? Well, well, there are quite a few ways, thankfully, and and uh, the main way, and the way that we would urge anybody who is uh, who, who is interested in birds or in uh, biodiversity or environmental matters, is to become a member of Birdwatch Ireland. As a charity, that support means a huge amount to us. So people can find full details at birdwatchireland.ie, uh, and there's a membership section on there. You get a lovely magazine called Wings that comes out to you uh, four times a year. There's a children's magazine called Bird Detectives as well uh, that goes to our family and our junior members too. Uh, hope gets sets of posters and a lovely welcome pack when you join. But most most importantly, all the money we raise through that membership goes to support that conservation work that we've been discussing. And of course, it's not just about the money. The more members we have, the more clout that gives us when it comes to talking to decision makers and politicians about doing the right things. Uh, also, you can volunteer time uh, for our, our surveys. Um, as I mentioned, the Irish Garden Bird Survey is one annually that uh, a lot of people take part in. We have a lovely uh, migratory one uh, for children and families called Spring Alive, um, which is due to start um, throughout the spring, runs through the summer. It's monitoring common migrant birds as they arrive in Ireland and indeed 
indeed all across Europe, uh, Central Asia and Africa. It runs year-round. So that's springalive.net is the website for that. We're also currently running uh, a species recovery appeal. Uh, looking for donations uh, to help with our species recovery work, to help some of Ireland's most threatened bird species and their habitats to recover. Uh, the, the, obviously during COVID there's been big knock, um, knock-on effect on Bertrand's finances and, and throughout a lot of the environmental sector. And this is a way to help try and offset some of that and try restore the balance again. So people can donate to that, um, again, at burbaturn.ie. The links are there. You can also take part um, in events run by our local branches around the country. They have, between them, over 450 free public events throughout the year. They could be indoor talks, outdoor bird watching walks, dawn chorus mornings, those kind of things. Great way to learn more about birds, to get the whole family involved too. Beginners are always very, very welcome. It's a great way to, to, to get to know other like-minded people. One of the things we often find is that there's a lot of people out there who have a latent interest in birds, but they think that that's unusual or strange and people will laugh at them. You wouldn't, people don't realise actually how many people out there think exactly the same way as they do. Um, so the more people that come along to these events and get involved, the more you'll see that a lot of kindred spirits out there, just like you, uh, who want to help Ireland's birds and learn more about them. So again, birdwatchireland.ie for all the information about that. Uh, great stuff. Thanks for that. And uh, you sort of mentioned uh, threatened birds and uh, I'm delighted to say that the Climate Alarm Clock listeners will be hearing more from yourself and Ricky Whelan of Birdwatch Ireland in the coming weeks because you're going to be doing a feature for us on that on threatened birds. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what that's going to look like? Yes, indeed. It's something that Ricky and I are both really, really looking forward to. It's great to have the opportunity to do it. So thank you very much for that. Um, what we'll be doing is uh, we'll be talking, and in each episode we'll be talking about a different species of conservation concern in Ireland. And unfortunately, there are quite a lot of those. And um, so we'll be spe- speaking about them and what their status is within Ireland and internationally where appropriate as well. We'll be talking about the different conservation measures that are underway to try and help them. And in, in many cases as well, how listeners will be able to assist with that as well. That's an important part of what we we do uh, and uh, hopefully then over time people will build up a, a good picture a good idea of what's going on in the world of bird conservation and just how vital it is so really looking forward to that that was Niall Hatch from Birdwatch Ireland and I'm absolutely delighted that himself and Ricky Whelan are going to be doing a feature for us here at the Climate Alarm Clock in the coming weeks we start a part one of this episode talking about the fires that are devastating our wildlife it's lovely to hear about the work that Nile and Birdwatch Ireland are doing and if you're looking for some kind of way to respond to these fires I really recommend getting a membership for Birdwatch Ireland or another environmental organisation that do do conservation work on the ground that's it for this week don't forget to follow us on social media on twitter at the climate alarm and on facebook and instagram at climate alarm clock we'll be back next week with our usual mix of features and there's an ipcc report being launched on monday so we'll be chatting through that next week until then goodbye